Hello and welcome to the Make It Happen series of recordings. Today we're on episode number 16. Hello, my name is Ali Meehan and I'm your host. And today I'm delighted to be talking to Vivian Chinoa. Vivian is the founder of Expat Nest, which offers, amongst other things, counselling without borders. Hi, Vivian. Hi, Ali. Thank you for inviting me. You're very welcome. It's lovely to see you here because we've, we've chatted online, but we've not actually seen each other. So it's really nice to see you. So tell me who Vivian is. Um, that's, a, that's a big question sometimes <laughs> if we really want to go deeper on this. But okay, my, I'm uh, the founder of Expatness, which is an online counseling service for internationals. I'm a psychologist. I'm an international myself. I was born and raised in Greece, but have a family all over the world. Uh, most of my family is in the United States. And I have been an expat in the Netherlands for the past 12 years. Okay. Um, and I work with people all over the globe. So I really, truly feel international. Yeah, yeah. good. When did your professional journey start then? How, how have you ended up being a psychologist and how, how have you ended up with Expat Nest? Mm-hmm. Um, I moved to the Netherlands because of my studies. So I have said to myself, one year in the Netherlands and then I'll go back to Greece. Um, but then I stayed there because I found a good job that I love. And I was doing that job for years. And then at the age of 28, I realized I wanted to do also something bigger than that, which has no borders. And this is how the idea of Expat Nest came up. And it, was, it is exclusively online since day one. Of course, my professional journey has changed you know, since 2013 because Expat Nest grew much more than I could think the first days you know, of, of the business. It was. It started as one man, as a one woman business, and now it has grown into an organization with uh, you know global global counselors and with the potential to reach even more people globally. Um, so this is how it started. Okay, and I'm guessing that maybe you met some people in Holland, and and you thought you know that there are struggles for actually foreigners living in another country how did the idea form I'm just thinking about other people that maybe mm. they're facing particular challenges within their foreign life exactly. um, mm. and, and want to reach out to people so how you know how did it start really I have noticed that there was a significant need for specialized services for internationals uh, I was receiving lots of misdiagnoses, like uh, people who had just culture shock and then receiving diagnosis of depression and all of that. For me back then, the easiest would be just to you know, open up my practice locally and just serve the people who are there. But I wanted to help people who perhaps do not have easy access to high standard mental health services, specialized for internationals. So you know, on a professional level, I could see that there is a significant need to help this population because it's face, is facing uh, particular and unique challenges because of the transition-rich lifestyle. But also, it was something that I had in my heart because I'm international myself. And I think I combined, you know, the art of my heart and the science of psychologists into expertness. Okay, great answer. Mm. Did you face any business roadblocks when you were creating your business? And if so, what were they? Mm -hmm. 
Yes, actually, for me, it took some time just to learn to introduce myself differently. I just used to introduce myself, hi, I'm Vivian, I'm the, count, uh, the counselor of that school. And then I had to, you know, to change my mindset and to change my professional identity when I was talking to other people. And it took me some time to feel okay saying, you know, I'm the founder of ExpatNet and doing that only. Um, of course, at the beginning of my, of my business, I had an accident. And for me, the challenges were not so much business related, but personal challenges. I had to put my health first. Of course, I believe that we should all put our, our, our health first. But for me, it was an absolutely priority in order to be able to run my business. Um, so there were more personal challenges. And also, I mean, uh, throughout this journey, there have been great moments, but there have been challenging moments. Uh, but it's nice to see the growth of it. For example, it started as a, as a small company, and now it's getting bigger, or we had a very humble early website, now it has changed, showing exactly what we do. Uh, so I would say what it needs, whatever challenge uh, people who hear us right now face, to see how can I turn this into an opportunity and try to see and explore the alternatives because I, I believe that we all have more options than we see available to us as long as we have our health all the rest we can figure them yeah. out yeah yeah absolutely true mm -hmm. yeah what do you believe is currently the biggest challenge facing people living overseas at the moment foreigners living in a foreign land land mm -hmm. of course life uh, throw us challenges like to everyone regardless of their background or what is happening it's part of us being human however the internationals and the experts they face unique challenges which are linked to their mobility or to the transition rich lifestyle and the most common reasons for counseling that we receive requests are for anxiety issues either related to adjusting to a new country or related to the work, um, depending, several reasons for that. And the second reason for counseling uh, is for relationships. Either, usually we have single women who need some support because uh, the life abroad can be very challenging when you're uh, single, or we have uh, people five car services because they face um, challenges in the relationship. Um, because sometimes, we often see uh, partners who move with their partner in another country, not because they choose to, but because of the work assignment, and they can be very unhappy in the host country, and this affects the relationship a lot. And, and some other challenges could be loneliness, homesickness, how to raise a child abroad, and questions as such. Um, on our website, we have a very clear list of all the possible challenges of an expat and we also have suggested articles for them to read and to get some further valuable information mm -hmm. and do you think um we are we find it more difficult to articulate our feelings than in the past or do you think we're much more open about our feelings and i'm i'm also thinking about the self-care topic which you raised earlier on you know we I don't think we're that good at self-care but do you think we're bad at self-care or is it just my perception that we're not that good at, at expressing feelings and self-care 
I think there's not a yes or a no answer to that. What I agree with you, I don't think in our Western societies, at least that, uh, that we live in, that um, you know, a burnout is a badge of honor. And of course, I disagree with that. Uh, for me, if you don't have your health, then you cannot be good at your business or any other, anything else really much. So if we don't take care of ourselves, who else is going to do it for us? Unfortunately, many of our clients also struggle with that. They feel a lot of pressure and sometimes they neglect their own needs. And about expressing emotions, you know, there are many parameters to take into account here. In some cases, it can be uh, the cultural discussion to have around this topic, or in some cases, uh, females complain that men do not express their emotions, etc. It can be like gender-based discussion. It can have really uh, many parameters and stereotypes as well. So I cannot give a clear answer that, yes, uh, people in, in now, nowadays struggle more with expressing emotions. So I was in Davos in Switzerland uh, during the World Economic Forum, and I love to see that people start talking more about mental health. And they had actually a discussion just for that with the main, with the main uh, motto there that it's time to start talking about mental health and expressing our emotions because the opposite of that can, can really cost us a lot in our health, physically and mentally. Yeah. Yeah. What would be your advice to um, for expats living in another la uh, land, so the foreigners, around mental health? Because I'm aware with running across women, it is a big issue because we don't have our normal networks around us. You know, the networks you would have in your home country, friends and family, who maybe have known you for years and years and years and can pick up easier that things aren't 100% right. So what would be your advice for... Um, people living overseas mm -hmm. to reach out to initiatives like like yours for example uh, to reach out and to start connecting with people because this disconnect is what is really killing them deep down because you start then feeling lonely or depressed or anxious so this sense of belonging and community I think it's crucial for our mental health and also you know stress management is all about Three components. 50% is lifestyle. How well you sleep, what you drink, what you eat, how much you exercise, having enough social support around you to feel happier. Another 25% is how you set boundaries on others who may keep asking you things that you cannot deliver and you feel anxious about it. And another 25% is how you respond to these events. We help our clients in all three components. But really, because you mentioned, we mentioned about the sense of community and belonging, this really goes also under the lifestyle. And I would really encourage them to start knowing, okay, what are the available resources in their area or online? And also to, to keep you know, the channels of communication open with the people they love back in their home country. Uh, because I see sometimes that experts feel like they belong everywhere and nowhere. Uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be this way. Okay, that's good to know that that's a resource and we'll put links to your website below the interview. Mm -hmm. Do you have a business role model? And if so, who are they? Actually, I have been inspired by so many people that I deeply admire. 
for example, some people who are like uh, the first person who comes to my mind is Ruth Van Ricken from the author of Third Culture Kids book, which is the Bible for international children. But really, I will be unfair just to name a few people. I think I have been inspired by so many on different levels. Uh, for example, I really admire business owners that they have balance between the personal lives and the professional lives or admire business owners who are visionaries and they can always be seven steps ahead of what they do right now. Um, an organization that I also truly admire is Families in Global Transition. I'm very much involved and I serve their board at the moment, uh, but I like it there because there are many people who we share a similar vision about the international community and they're also from different aspects of the international life. So they're not only psychologists or counselors, but they give me different perspectives on life based on their professions. So I would say that, I don't know if I gave you the answer you wanted, no, which is names, but. I didn't have a set answer because it's whoever is, you know, it's your personal experience. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Just tell the listeners in case they don't know what a third culture kid is, because some people don't actually know what that term means. Right. Uh, the third culture kid, like I will try to say it in simple words because there are lots of terminology and lots of uh, literature behind it, is a child who has a mobile uh, childhood or adolescence and has moved. It doesn't, ref the, the number, like the third part does not refer to the number of the countries that they have moved, moved but it also uh, reflects the mobility that they had during their developmental years. Okay, yeah, and it could also be that they have parents that are different cultures, for instance. Also possible, but they can, their parents can also be monoculturals, but the children has this mobility in their developmental years. Okay, good. Mm -hmm. Do you think you're a serial expat, or are you looking to, to make roots in your new home, or are you digital nomad looking for the next adventure? Do you mm -hmm. fit in either of those categories? Uh, not exactly. I think I like to have roots wherever I am. So at the moment, I think my roots are the Netherlands and Greece. I like to have my nests, as in expat nests. I like to have also my personal nests. And they're, they're there in these two countries. And, um, but I like also the digital nomad lifestyle. Like in the past, I was uh, in the States for some months, uh, you know, visiting my family and friends and also making valuable professional contacts. I tend to do something similar this year. I don't know if it's possible for some months, but I would try as much as possible because I like, you know, I like this kind of break in the routine. Okay. What's one thing that you have to have in your nest in Holland that comes from Greece? Oh, that's a good question. Food, I think. <laughs> okay. I love food, so... I cook, you know, more the Mediterranean cuisine, etc. It makes me feel more at home. Right. Okay. Any specific part of the Greek food or Mediterranean cuisine that you love? Uh, actually, I love I love all of it. I love food okay. in general, and I like <laughs> to explore different cuisines. But I love cooking as well. So I try also to cook healthily. Right. And to cook healthily, not always, but I try my best. Yeah. Okay. 
What book did you read in 2018 which made a difference to your life and why? Mm -hmm. I really like the book of Ariana Huffington um, called Thrive. Uh, I read it actually back in 2016 and I made also a book review about it, but it continues to inspire me. Um, the reason for that is, for me, when I read it, it was a wake-up call because as I mentioned to you, I had also that uh, accident uh, uh, story back then when I was reading and I was recovering from that and it made me uh, prioritize my life differently. Uh, for example, it had a lot of focus on putting as a first priority your self-care or that what, like we can start with small steps in improving our lives. For example, a good uh, pillow and a good bed is a good starting point. So we can sleep better and it's crucial because yeah. if you don't sleep well and then really the next day you're exhausted yeah um and and small things like this or that no is a full answer without going into that side of finding excuses and explaining why you cannot do something and feeling bad about it um, and and small things like that but i really love this book and i would recommend it for viewers Okay, and you've written a um, review, so we'll put that in the, in the show notes as well. Mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. They can read your review of it. Do you have a superpower? And if so, what is it? I wish I had, Ali. <laughs> I wish I had one. Unfortunately not. I'm just a human. But uh, I, would, I think what could be close to that would be, I guess, my intuition and to understand people's feelings without necessarily talking about them okay okay and for you personally what will you achieve in 2019 mm -hmm. uh, my focus at the moment is expansion of expertness because we're launching the um, the website in different languages as well which takes a lot of work and a lot of time yeah um, so we launched the greek website when i was in davos in switzerland and we're going to soon launch the chinese one and wow. I, yes, and the Spanish, Italian, uh, Dutch uh, are coming up soon. So lots of work on that with our services and the global network of counselors. On a personal level, I think I would like to have more stability because I travel a lot with my work, which I love, but I also feel the need to sit a little bit more in my personal mess. Okay. I think that... At least two yep. at the moment. Okay, yeah. So you mentioned there you have a team of counsellors. If we have any counsellors watching here, um, uh, can they get in touch with you if they're interested to join you in, the, in your team? Yes, of course. Actually, we would love that. And especially if they're speaking fluently one of the languages that I mentioned, that would be great because we're going to have calls uh, for counsellors soon. So yes, if they see it here, feel free to get in touch. Please send us your CV over to have it in our database. And who knows, hopefully one day we may cooperate. We would love that. Good. And if people want to get in touch with you after the interview about the counselling services or about anything that you've touched upon during this interview, what's the best way to connect with you? Uh, I think the best is to go to our website, like www.expatnet.com. Dot com, uh, or they can also check our social media. We have a Facebook page like ExpatNet and also on LinkedIn. And they can also find me privately on LinkedIn as well. 
Okay. And we have all the contact details on our website and everything is there. So I would okay. say check the website. And also we have a blog there with free and valuable resources because uh, in my mind, this is part of serving the international community for free. So every two weeks we add another article on different categories, like it can be for love and relationships, uh, family abroad, anxiety, depression, different kind of topics. So it's all there and hope it's available. Okay. So yep. To everyone who is listening to us right now. Good. Okay, that's great. Well, thank you, Vivienne, for your time and telling us more about Expat Nest. And we look forward to seeing your, reading your blog and, and getting some more advice from you about, you know, our life overseas. Thank you so much, Ali. Vivian and I hoped you liked our chat. If you'd like to hear more of the Make It Happen series, please come and subscribe to our YouTube channel or our podcast on Spotify. And if you're a woman who is thinking about moving to Spain or already living here, come over and join us at costawomen.com. It's completely free.